We are back at it again this week. We're talking ESPN's body issue and Holly Berry's Oscar diss. All that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yes. Welcome to Black Hollywood Woo! Live. This week, we getting our reggae kind of Caribbean love. on right now. Who is that again? Wizkid. He just dropped this album. It's really dope. I just found I'm feeling it. Right it's like a nice little summer jam. Right? I'm going to have to get that. Instruments. I am Daryl Christian, giving you some island love today, along with my beautiful co-host, Courtney Stewart. Hey, y'all. And equally beautiful. It's hot as hell in here. DJ Chessie J. So I, my, I might be like a mood ring today because, you know, us white people in a hot environment start turning red, so. It's a little warm like in the studio. Warm. No, it is. It's and hot. And even us. <laughs> might have to snatch a wig off. Right. Roll out, do something. This is too much. You giving me real. This what did, what did uh, Tony call you? Foxy. Oh, he Brown. said Foxy Cleopatra. Foxy Cleopatra. Coming at you. Look like you're going to kick in some doors with a yeah, gun. Yeah, some doors. Take somebody out. He messed up my outfit. I had bro. a jacket on. And I was, was going to say that was last week. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse got them inside jokes. Oh, yes, but yes, yes. It's hot. It wasn't even that hot outside, but it's hot as it's hot. here. It is. Yeah, it is. Woo! But it ain't as hot as that ESPN body issue, which I just Ooh, uh, saw on my It sure was, and I was, was gifted. Fire. Honey, with the pleasure of seeing, uh, I mean, like, you know, I'm bad with sports, guys, so I don't be knowing these people. So I just, <laughs> this is the only issue of ESPN that I be getting excited for. So he is a running back. Uh, Zeke Elliott and yes, he's everything yes. and he was just showing his body on here with that thunder thigh yeah. right looking all types of good so there was some you know really fragile men mm-hmm. on Twitter though kind of feelings that were really in their feelings they were and not even just about him no because there's two covers it's one with him and then there's this Danish tennis champion Caroline Wozniacki and Twitter had things for both of them. So for Zeke, it was a lot of guys being like, Zeke's the GOAT, but I gotta fall- unfollow ESPN. The S stands for sports, not strippers. Oh. ESPN is straight garbage now. Dang. This is why 21 million people and counting have dropped ESPN. Oh. And then towards uh, Caroline, they would say things like, well, I think she's ready for a lot more than Wimbledon. Basically wow. kind of making it sound like she was a whore or a oh, slutty or something like that. Jeez. Y'all. Our fans just went off. Where? That was almost a dance. We had a little fan and it just went off. So right. we all might die in a We about to give y'all the body issue right. up at the BHL <laughs> this week. Real. Listen, y'all talk about my Take five buttons off. down. It's just going like, to be shirt woo. off today. Because I'm just saying, I just think this is ridiculous. I think that this, we know that this issue is going to come out. Um, They're not showing nudity. Like, you're not seeing anything crazy. It's a sport. It's about sports. It's about the body type. Different. They celebrate different types. Now, if it was like all skinny bitches and all men with just all six packs and everything, then I'd be like, okay, well, we're not promoting bodies. Right. But you see everybody. Because last year it was the chubby guy that people were mad at. Yeah. Like, oh, he's too big to be on a cup. 
So it's about embracing your body and owning it. And at the end of the day, this issue comes out. How many years has this issue been coming out? People I don't got know, problems with it. It's been a few years now, and people are constantly complaining. But like, what? That Why? Means fine. It's because it's America and we're crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, still the sports we, stories we, we inside. Love, you and know it's what not. Mean? It's funny that we can't separate nakedness from sexuality. Like, because right. that's what it's in the end. Like, that's, that's why true. they're shaming the girl and like, call, like, oh, the men are mad at the man, like, because they don't want to see. It's like you don't have to look at that sexually. That man's body is like a gift from God. Like what he's been able to do in his sport and all of that, and that's what we're celebrating: the art of the human form <laughs> and what he's been able to accomplish with his body. Not. Should we be looking at him for sexual purposes? Like, and I'm sorry, have you ever about. played a sport and been in a locker room? I mean, like, I mean, exactly. You know, if this offends you, so, you must not play sports. People crazy. People are crazy, but and I like even it. crazier because, first of all, I forgot to say this at the top of the show. I just want to just throw this in there. Congratulations to our friend here at BHL, Tiffany Hadish, for getting your Showtime special, girl. Hey. Hey. Make sure you guys check it out. It's sure. August 18th at 8 p.m. Yes. Um, <clears throat> But I had to put this story in, and then it was even funnier because I was like, I was high, and I was like thinking about. So basically, what happened was in Arkansas, on the Capitol grounds, they um, privately funded, raised money to uh, install a six foot uh, monument of the Ten Commandments. Yes. I love this story. It's it's interesting. Oh, but it just got I love within this story. twelve hours. It got even more crazier. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I haven't looked since like thirty six hours ago. So, so what's happened? I didn't think. I didn't think. I thought the story ended where I was excited about the yeah. story, and then I come in here and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. All right. So the story that just keeps on giving y'all. So they built this monument, which is privately funded. Yeah. Now, when I read the story, I didn't see the picture or anything, and mm-hmm. then when I saw the video, I was like. But the funniest part was before I even read the story, I was watching the episode of The Golden Girls uh-huh. where Rose was talking about St. Olaf and how she got um, Blanche to donate all of these uh, big checks that uh, Blanche had gotten to this fund in St. Olaf. And she said, well, for doing that, you know, they built a statue in your name. And she was like, oh, my gosh, really? They said, yes. Well, how can they afford it if the town's going broke? She said, well, they pulled it out of the $500,000 um, emergency fund for statues, which was the money what Blanche had given. So she didn't even know what she was giving the money, the money to. to. Right. Which is why this story, to me, even more so, because I'm like, okay, it's privately funded. Dude, everyone know what this was going to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then, two, I mean, here's the thing. I at first didn't have an issue with it when I was reading it. So they built the Ten Commandment monument, and people are really upset about it because they feel like it makes people who are not Christian second citizens. Um, I, I go back and forth with it because I think, you know what, if it's money that's privately raised and it wants to go somewhere, fine. But where and then it gets into the whole government thing, and it's yeah. like we need to separate government from state. Well, honey, last night at 4.47 a.m., a man by the name of Michael T. Reed drove his Dodge Charger right on into the statue. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yelling freedom. (laughs) Well. Oh, that's a big old statue to just be running your car into. You said it was a Dodge Charger? Yeah. That's a car. Honey, oh, I'm thinking stupid. the truck. No, a charger is a four-door car. Uh, well, it ain't no car no more. No, it was a car. Yeah, just drove a car. Dude, a car you could have no killed yourself. Yeah. He didn't. He just said, you know, wow. um, that it was an accident. Um, but obviously, <laughs> they they feel that it wasn't an accident, especially when you're yelling freedom. Freedom, yeah. Outside of that. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but there is a petition going around to get this actually taken and removed. But I mean, it's already broken now. But now money will just go to it. But there oh really, my god! The problem with it was is that they had the senator outside and he was talking about it. And he said, you know, it's what's beautiful about this monument. This is what got me. Is that what's beautiful about this monument is that it represents the morals in which our country was built. Right. And I'm like, but we have this whole thing about separating state and church. Right. And I don't know if our country was fully more, like, on the whole Ten Commandments, like, to bring in the Ten Commandments. I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a catch-22. It's like I'm on the fence a little bit because there's one aspect of it that I feel like, you know, the way that the world is now is in such a disarray and people are acting crazy everywhere. And to sometimes maybe have a little bit of a reminder of just maybe how to not train your mind to act, but, like, just to remember to be civilized with certain things that we just are so out of control with now that if I saw that, it might be like, okay, you know what, the Ten Commandments, that's right, let me just... Let me let me let me let me keep it together. I'm and I said that was the first. That's why at first I was cool with it because I was like, I mean, when you really think of what the Ten Commandments are, it's like, yeah. who, like who's bugging not, about, like yeah. don't kill nobody. Yeah, that's not kill. kill. But at the top of it adultery, is, you, you know. only believe in me as God. Like you know right. what I'm saying. Yeah. So then right. that's, that's the thing. Yeah, it's not respecting. And then when these people who don't believe in God look at their money and it's like in God we trust, and we still have it so tied into. That's why it's murky, because, yeah, we believe in separation of church and state, but it's never been completely... I mean, we do, technically. Technically. Um, and that's sort of the premise of why a government was founded and why the Constitution was written and all of that, because they didn't want the same thing that was happening in England like the to filter over here. And a lot of people that started this country were escaping persecution for religious reasons so i get it like we have a history that is Mm judeo-christian but and i don't know this neighborhood so you know maybe this city is like primarily christian and that's why it voted and it was all right but in the end if we're actually going to honor like there's a way you could have done that like you could have posted some of it and not the one God and not made it just the Ten Commandments. It could have just or been like... Or like post the Declaration of Independence or, or the Constitution the, okay, or something. But, that, but, that, but that's not saying what it's, he's doing. Yeah. Those aren't like moral laws to stick by per se, yeah. maybe. But uh, either way, like obviously it's America and there's more than Christians in this country. And they so, proved it last and night put it on, Exactly. And you put it on government property. Yeah. yeah. That's, so yeah. if yeah. it was like just in your square of your town, like your town square, I feel like that would have more leniency. But to put it on a government building's property, like I think that changes things because that's saying... That's marrying the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because then I go back to uh, Lake Shrine, which is out here, mm-hmm. and how they somehow represent every type of religious belief. And so to me, if it's a, you know what I mean, if you want to do this, on, yeah. if you were show doing everybody. a monument, yeah, yeah, and if you were doing a monument that you wanted to show the morals of the country and whatever, then you go to each. Mm-hmm. faith that you know and like put a quote from that person put a quote from Buddha to put a quote be from inclusive of yeah all. And but I have a feeling I mean this is no diss to Arkansas but Arkansas, <laughs> no, it's yeah, Arkansas I mean, I, mean, I mean it is that's why I wasn't surprised and I thought it was funny that it happened <laughs> like, yeah. and the way they did the video it was like a, a guy selling at a car's lot like so excited we got the monument out here and yeah. and the fact that it's six feet tall <laughs> 
Well, they that's, said they wanted an exact replica. That's <laughs> like, a right. big monument. Yeah. Okay. Well, didn't they? The, the first Ten Commandment broke in half, right? So that's, that's true. A, that's what the man that's was true. doing last night. Like, like, I'm lightning. <laughs> Charger lightning. Mess. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see something else that maybe they add something somewhere else that kind of speaks to someone who is. They should not get a water fountain. Just stick with that right now. No, like, let's that. not yeah. let's not bring anyone. And just be mad and call us heathens for not wanting it on your property because that's what you're gonna do. That's what you're gonna. I will pray to myself. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. All right. You know. <clears throat> That's all, right. all I got. That's all Six you got. Six tea, Daryl. <laughs> He's sipping Kool-Aid. We need some, <laughs> I need some cold water. We need water. a popsicle. Something. Like, this something is one of those summertime on. moments. Ooh, just breathe. You know, get some air. We're going to breathe. breathe. And we're going to talk about some guys who graduated from high school 30 years later than they should have. So, this week... For those of you guys that don't remember, there was a group of five black and Hispanic teenagers known as the Central Park Five that in 1989, they were arrested and harassed and coerced into confessing to the rape of a female assault and rape of a female jogger in Central Park. And um, so they were sentenced to jail. They spent many years in jail until, I think, 2002 when Matias Reyes confessed to the crime and they were eventually released. Um, so since that's happened, I mean, they're in their 40s now, but uh, there's a teacher at Bronx Preparatory High School that was teaching her students about the Central Park Five and the case and the law behind it and how it affects our, um, how, what effect it had on the justice system and that kind of thing. She's a government teacher named Marielle Colucci. And when she taught the students, she, they watched the documentary in class. And once they were teaching and learning about it, the kids were like, well, we want to talk to these dudes. Like, can we get them in? So... Two of the guys came in, spoke to the class, and it sort of spiraled into we want to do something more for them. And that's where the idea came about to invite them to the high school graduation and give them honorary diplomas to sort of give them the moment that they were never allowed to have because of idiots. So two of the guys were able to attend, and they were, uh, it was Raymond Santana and, uh, I'm sorry, three of them were able to attend. Raymond Santana, Kevin Richardson, and Youssef Salam. They were given their honorary degrees, and they already have, um, they got their GED and associate degrees um, while they're in prison. So this was just a n- nice, special, little honorary moment for you that we see you. And uh, Santana said, quote, it's kind of emotional. When we went to prison, this was taken away from us. It's something we never got to experience. You felt like you were being robbed, and we finally found redemption. So they felt really good about it. The other two guys, Antron McRae and Carrie Wise, um, weren't able to attend the ceremony on Monday, but they were sent by mail their honorary diplomas. So we celebrate them and are thankful that they're out, and hopefully they can continue to make a life. It's just it, 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 it's one of those stories that when I was reading it, it just sucks because it's like a, such a portion of their life was taken. <gasps> yeah, out, you know, and you can't get that time back. I mean, you know, you know, you can move forward, but you can't get that time back, and it was such a significant time because yeah. they were so young. So, what do you think that they should be given in return? I mean, the diploma obviously is great, but do you think that like? They should be rewarded. Well, they definitely weren't. They I don't know that they were. I know I don't know if they have been yet or what the deal was. But the city was supposed to give them like forty million dollars. Okay, so it was forty million. It was something high. It was a pretty high number. It was pretty high. I mean, and in the end, yes, that's a blessing. And I'm sure, like the people that go through this, like literally, like are way more forgiving than we are. Like watching it happen, right? Because there's so much. They went through it. Went through it, and to be on the other side of it is such a relief. Like it's I don't even know how they're. 
able to forgive and be well, okay. And when I based that question, it wasn't even so much on the financial because I knew they were going to get so financial. But I almost feel like, you know, they should have jobs set up for them, you know, that lifetime jobs for the rest of their lives, no. you know, for them and some of their family members because well, the family the suffered million too. Dollars. I guess that's true. And that's yeah. what that's for, that they can live in and hopefully live. do something. I mean, you can do a lot with $40 million. You can. Even in New York City, you hopefully. can do a lot. You can do a lot so, of yeah. And have a positive effect <laughs> yeah. on things in other ways. So yeah. congratulations, guys. Like, I almost feel like it's, like, shitty to be like, yay, you got your honor. Like, I yeah. don't know. It just feels like crap. But it was a nice gesture that Bronx Prep tried to do. And, and also a good reason resurgence of the story too sure. I think for, for kids sure. to hear that and yeah, you know. yeah. And, and I love that they're scary, teaching though. it in scary class. that this can happen though it yeah. still can happen still, still can happens happen. still watch happens. all the time watch SVU, yeah. SVU. Yeah. like every yeah. week I'm sure this was an episode that I they mean done. and it didn't end quite as well for Khalif Browder it did not so it, it's still happening and poor and people of color are tortured by our justice system and we need to fix it so All right, one of the reasons maybe that's happening has come out in a study this week called um, The Girl Interrupted the Erasure of Black Girls' Childhood Study that was released by the Georgetown Law Center on Poverty and Inequality. And basically this week they released a study that has proven or shown that adults view young black girls as less innocent and more adult-like than white girls starting as young as the age of five. Um, the study is pretty significant just because they had done a study in 2014. Philip Goff did a study sort of looking at black boys that way and sort of figuring out. And it looks like the um, view of black boys changes and starts to separate black versus white around the age of 10. But no study had been done about young girls, young black girls. So this was the first study of its kind. And it basically, the researchers said it sort of contributes to the adultification of black girls. So mm-hmm. when they're in school, why are black girls being punished more harshly than their counterparts? Why are they being, had the police called on them more often and that kind of thing? And basically it showed, they took a segment of 325 adults from racial and ethnic backgrounds that were in the exact ratio of what the country is. <clears throat> and everybody had a high school diploma or higher. So it's not like they just like went to some backwoods, uneducated people. Um, and they found that basically when people see the, the findings were basically saying that black girls need less nurturing and protection and support and comfort than white girls. And, uh, one of the researchers, her name is Jamelia Blake. She's the co-author of the study. She's an associate professor at Texas A&M university said, quote, one reason this might be occurring is because black girls are being held to the same stereotypes we have of black women. Mm-hmm. Quote, black women have historically and currently been seen as being aggressive, loud, defiant, and over-sexualized. And I believe along with the many um, other researchers that the stereotypes of black women are now being, are being mapped onto black girls at the age of five. So starting from the age of five, all of that extra is put on these young black babies. See, the interesting thing is when I first read it, I actually thought they were going to try and say it was because of the fact that, like, Black women are always known for being strong, you know, and and that that's what was the factor. That's what I thought. Like, you know, like, I mean? that, like, like, like that's like why they, they felt took like care of the family. They took care they of the took family. Care of our family. Yeah, the, like that kind of most movie. of the time there's not a father involved, you know, or a lot of times, and the, so they put that on the little girls, thinking that like, well, they're gonna be, they're strong, they're, you know, that's that's what they're used to. So that's where I thought it was it yeah. was going. I think it's crazy to say that. On what they're basing it off of, I'll put it like that. If they're basing it off of what you just said, I think that that's crazy, because it's it's 
it's beyond those things. You know, it, it shouldn't even be any separation at the at that age. Obviously, you know, um, especially five. But it's years a old. mental thing. It's, it's not. It's not even something that people are control like controlling it. They should be, but it's like they're <laughs> not even like. It's not even a switch in their mind that they think they have to even turn on. No. Like, they're interact. this is just how they interact with, you know what I mean, L- young black women. Because it's, that's what they, they're, they're, they're I don't even want to say raise or train that way, but I mean, it this is. country has done it's that. It's raised and trained and it's ingrained. <laughs> that just like, sy- systemic racism isn't straight up calling you the N-word. It's right. embedded in our system, right. in our culture, in our psyches, and we want to say we have evolved past it. No, we haven't. Yeah. As a, on a, to generalize it, to take it out of that and put it in a context to make somebody understand. We allow men, men, boys to do certain things that we wouldn't allow our daughters to do. Because sure. in our mind, men are this and women are this. So then you look at girls. And you look at girls and it's like, okay, you see a girl in, in some booty shorts or something and it's like, oh, she's a hoochie. But then if you were to take a white girl, blonde hair, in those same shorts and compare her to a black woman, uh, you're going to call the other one probably something a little more raunchier than you are going to towards the white girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just on every level when you dissect it, it's just all these different subcategories. And if we go deep down inside, it probably goes back to slavery. Yeah. yeah. It's it's back to where, you know, young girls were obviously raped and taken at a young age and you know, sexualized during that time. Mm-hmm. But then on the flip side, white women or white girls during the younger age were married off at younger ages too. But, you it, know? but, but that's they different. Were, that they was, were given it was But they were also like, they were, you know, a, Give, a prize. A prize, yeah. Okay. It wasn't that's something true. that you like, could just that's true. That's run true. through. Like it was not, but they, and that, I mean, there are disparities with, you know, rape and things like that now where yeah. black girls tend to get less, attention slash less legal whatever Mm -hmm, and obviously it's already horrible to begin with but people it's the r kelly effect yeah everybody's running around r kelly was messing around with all those little teenagers and middle schoolers and people looking at all that girl fast yeah no that girl is a girl she's a child and this is a grown-ass man and that man is manipulating that and we also love to get away because he had money too you know and unfortunately Yes and no, because there's plenty of dudes that still be messing with girls that are True. younger than them. You're right. And we kind of just look the other way a lot of times for certain people. So whatever. Anyway, it sucks. And it sucks that it starts as early as five. Like, I think that was probably the most disturbing thing. But we already knew there's evidence like that even in going to the doctor and dealing with pain. And, like, black kids tend to not get as much attention about their pain because they're assumed to be stronger and able to, like, deal with the pain. And that is rooted in our history. So there you go, guys. Georgetown did a study. Now we have scientific proof. What are we going to do about what it? We, I was going to say, what are we going to do about it, though? We, we, I mean, it's not listen, like we're we, surprised. We, we didn't need that study, really. I we're mean, not surprised. You know, what are we going to do about it? I mean, I'm sure some people are surprised, but I'm guessing they don't look like this. So we'll see. But I think the mindset goes to it's 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 going to be a generational thing that changes that. Yeah. Because it's the the older mindset is not going to change that. It's going to be because. But it, every, but it's every, like, every, it, it every, just keeps everything is over sexualized on TV because now. Because you think that okay, you say that right? But then when I really think about it, okay, are we really becoming a world where everything is inclusive, or is it that we've become so PC that we're actually continuing like subliminally? Building the same boxes, process. like we're we're creating separate, different types of boxes and different types of ways to, you know, go against each other. It, it like because I mean, obviously, you know, we have all this heightened racial uh, aggression towards each other right now, and that can be a good thing because it's like okay, it's out. 
what are we going to do with it? But I mean, has America shown us that when something like this comes, we usually go in the right direction? No. And when I look at who's teaching and who's helping the general, you know, I mean, the next generation, I'm like, the leaders scare me. Who the people who are going to be stepping into these roles and these positions. You know what I mean? And I get, could go far deeper with it, which I won't, because Brad Pitt did just come out and talk about uh, how Hollywood is nothing but a child sex ring. He did. <laughs> like, it's like you dropped the just, mic. I'm just saying, <laughs> did you see that? I mean, no, but nobody's, like, that's not new. That's it's, not new, yeah. That's not news or new. Yeah. And it, it's just, whatever. We, ex- I don't know. Like, I just don't have the answers. But in the end, like... I don't know that we are actually evolving past these types of things because, I mean, even look at, like, okay, the election, right? There's, like, pockets of people that exist that are like, yeah, I have all friends of all races, and I'm culturally conscious and trying to be socially conscious, and, like, we're the ones that were, the white people that were supremely shocked and appalled that Trump won is only proof that you're still living in this sphere, of existence and not recognizing what's really going on around you because we could be surprised that he won but I'm not surprised by the people that exist that were available to vote for him right. and I feel like I have a lot of white friends that were like who is, who are they like, and the, obviously there's more layers to it because there's class issues that are also <laughs> involved in that but it's sort of like being so many. There's a lot of white people that are still surprised when there's blatant racism in right. this country. Yeah, like yeah. literally shocked. Yeah. Like, oh my god, are we still doing that? Right. And the fact that you're that separated from it, it's because it's it's sort of like when we talked about Bill Maher. You've evolved into this elitist mentality that you're beyond it and you get it and it's fine because it, it's not really a thing anymore. Like that's not what people really do and that kind of stuff doesn't really matter because we're above that now. We're not above it. We never got above it. We never got even close to it. <laughs> right. And nobody wants to, like, figure out figure how. Out. I mean, I don't know how we figured it out. I ain't got no answers. I'm hot. <laughs> well, I'm no, you, know, you know what's funny, though? Because I know we got to get to the next subject, but it's, it, I read this study a couple weeks back. I'm about to bring it up on the show, and you just did it. When black people talk about their white friends, they'll always be like, yeah, you know, I, when I talk to my white friends, you yeah. know, or I ask my white friends, white people always go, when I ask my black friend, they always have, like, one black friend. <laughs> and black people always say they're friends. Then there was a whole study about how white people have it's one so black when friend. You said that. And then black a people have, like, five different right white down. friends. You, yeah. you said what? Sweat a came down my head. specific person came right to my head. Oh. My black friend. My black friend. Friend. And, and that's also because they look at it. I think they, like, they may know a lot of black people. But, like one that they really feel comfortable talking to because it's difficult to be a white person and try to have a black com- a conversation about blackness and Okay, whiteness. I mean, I'll give you that. So maybe it's that one friend that they're comfortable actually, like, sort of communicating about the touchy things with. Right, okay. I'm going to let you have that one. I still thought it was ridiculous, but I'll let you have it. Because, you know, you got some. <laughs> but I do do that. I'm like, I talk about my, my friend Jeff, my friend Mark, my friend Jason, and then, like, I was looking at this thing, and they were like, yeah, my one friend... Octavia, you know, or one friend, <laughs> Her name Octavia. I don't know why I said Octavia, but uh, my one friend, Jason, you know, like my black friend, Jason, it's yeah. like, wow, okay. Yeah, we got, hey, at least you got one. At least you got one, and that's how you get educated. That's Maybe how you start. Get your foot forward. in the door. Started there. You know, get it in there. Started there, even though we don't want you to ask a whole bunch of questions, as Courtney and I said two weeks ago, we are not the uh, answer of all yeah, black questions. Yeah, we would questions. like you to YouTube some shit. YouTube something. Google there, it. There, there's some great bloggers that really like, break so it down let you for know. you. Absolutely. They break it down for you. 
All right, we're I'm, gonna. I'm actually gonna die. Wait. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get there quick. It's do we have really a hot, Do we have a read? Yeah, we do. Y'all, um, so I don't know about you guys. If you, maybe you're looking for a new career path, or did you ever think about like, are you getting paid what you believe you should be getting paid? I think about it all the time. Mm, or do you want to discover what your skills are worth? You guys can go to Dice.com or Dice's mobile app. So basically, you'll get salary estimates based on your specific skill set and location, and they can also shed light on what skills would increase your earning potential and by how much. Ooh. Dice has been connecting tech pros with job opportunities for over 20 years now. Uh, they're a full-blown career hub delivering the tools and resources you need to manage your career. Over 70,000 tech jobs ranging from software development, UX, project management, tremendous amounts of insights around the job market and skills that are hot and which ones are cooling off. Mm. Uh, make sure you guys learn more at dice.com slash can you hack it? If you guys go to dice.com slash can you hack it, hack your career with dice. So is it just more one specific industry or is it is it, you know, if I'm all industries. All industries. So if I'm a marketer or if I'm in IT, if I'm in fashion, whatever it may be, I can figure out where I lie as far as tech my jobs tech ranging jobs. from yeah. software development okay. and project management. Okay. So there's different like areas. areas. In They'll find okay. something for you. I'm gonna try this you know out because it yeah. sounds really cool actually. Like I didn't know. know it existed until now. And I mean so I just right. think it's even just the fact of like to go onto a site and put your skill sets in and it kind of tell you what you match. should. Because yeah, I remember match. the first like time I went in app. for a salary, yeah. I didn't know what to say. Yeah, I was like. Yeah, you just kind of have, have to, to look online research, and do yeah. like an average on what that salary pays. But so this check will tell that you. out, guys. That's dice.com. All right. Well, Wait, really quickly. Okay. Did you guys see this whole Donald Trump thing? Yes. I, I, I saw it, but I just, just... Go ahead. You want to talk about it? I just want to say he tweeted this out, y'all, today. I heard poorly rated Morning Joe speaks badly of me. Don't watch anymore. Then how come low IQ crazy Mika along with Psycho Joe came to Mar... Mar-a-Lago, three nights in a row around New Year's Eve and insisted on joining me. She was bleeding badly from a facelift. I said no. He's attacking reporters again. Yep. And, and he needs to spell check. He needs to spell check. And his wife. Yes, she just did her. Who, 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 whose platform. Mm -hmm. She wanted to help the cyberbullying. Mm -hmm. Need to stop because all these kids are struggling with the cyberbullies. Even though she lived with this cyberbully, her response when she was asked, honey, your platform is cyberbullying. Like, what are you, what is your husband doing? This is not okay. He's the president. This looks tacky. This is terrible. Her release statement basically said, my husband showed, told y'all in the beginning, if you attack him, he's going to come back harder. And that's what he's doing. That's our president. That's our president of the United, United States. States of America yes. in 2017. Yes. As we talk about... <laughs> All the topics that we talked about today. <laughs> and we wonder why. So I know he was instrumental in demonizing the Central Park Five, in case y'all didn't know that. Right. He took out like 10 ads or something in New York newspapers, calling them all kinds of horrible things and voting for the, or, or uh, pressing for them to basically be killed. He did. Too, for corporal punishment, like whatever. So he's, he's, God bless he's America. a special, whatever. You made me angry bringing that up. So I know. I know. I was about to go into a right I walked in and everyone was like, did you see what Trump said? Did you see what Trump said? It's like, embarrassing. No, it's embarrassing. Well, I, did. I just did. I was like, I'm just tired of bringing him up on this show sometimes. Yeah. But I know we got to. All right. We're going to move on to our ERO Web Story Spotlight of the Week. ERO Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Well, this story is, it's, 
informational, I would say. I don't know if it's positive or negative. Uh, it kind of falls in the middle. Well, it starts off positive <laughs> because we have Holly Berry, who won the Oscar in 2002 for Monsters Teddy. Ball. She was the first woman of color to win that category. She did a recent interview in Teen Vogue in which she says that basically that Oscar meant nothing because if you recall in her speech, which was an amazing speech, very emotional speech, she named countless numbers of women who basically paved the way for her to win this award. Actresses, you know, she, she gave thanks to so many women of color. And she feels like now 15 years later, no one else has won that award. And she's like, was all this in vain? You know, I did this speech. You know, I thought that things were going to move after this. I thought this was like a safe way to a whole new world of women in color being celebrated in Hollywood and getting the acclaim that they needed. And it hasn't happened. Um, she, you know, was was speaking a little bit more with, with Team Vogue, which you can catch the full article. And she said, I want to start directing. I want to start producing more. I want to start being a part of making more opportunities for women of color. You know, um, what do you guys think about just the the statement that she made? And then the I guess the, there is a lack of movement still because we have not had a woman who's won that category in 15 years, which is crazy. I feel like it's a very... I agree to a, to a point. Uh, I also feel like for her to take that moment that she had and to say it meant nothing, I think is dramatic because I believe that there are many people who saw that moment and it meant something to them, and it's maybe spark- it motivated them in a exactly. different way. Exactly, and I think that we do see. You know, obviously, it's not where we want it to be, but I feel like we have been seeing a. You know what I mean? A draft of people, certain stories being told, um, and younger kids stepping into certain roles. Um, so I, I don't know, like, to, like it just kind of took me to say, like, nothing. Now, for no one else to have ever won that award, within the Oscars, okay, maybe we definitely yeah. could say that, because we didn't get Oscars so black till last year, you right. know what I'm saying? So... I don't know. I, I just like I don't want to take that full. I, like, and maybe she it's out of context a I'm little sure, bit, it, or maybe because. she didn't mean it. it I can understand where she meant it being like you know you win this award and you think that this award is going to change. It's like you've arrived. This award is going to change things for the future. And then when you look back after time goes by and you've had a lot of accomplishments, and a lot of things have been great in 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 Hollywood. You know, probably with her winning that award helped. But when you look at that category and to think about all the talented African-American or women of color who who haven't won, you know, and it's like you would think that at least there would be one or two within a 15-year span. I mean, we've had men who've won, but not any women. I mean, I get with her. It didn't mean anything. Really? That, in terms of like Hollywood in the industry in terms of the industry I do agree with you though that it meant something to us sure because you saw it and you, it's, you it was attainable it. for I'm a young sure girl to see that Issa Rae saw it yeah. I'm sure Ava DuVernay saw it I'm sure uh, Shonda Rhimes saw it Absolutely. and I'm sure that on a certain level that was more fuel not to say that they wouldn't have gone to do the things mm-hmm. that they did regardless but I'm sure it was more fuel to push forward in those moments that we continue to see over the last 15 years where it's like, okay, there's nobody else out here, there's nobody else out here, there's nobody else out here. But they continued. They persisted. So I would say I understand her sentiment um, that it probably didn't do very much for anybody in the Academy. They didn't really care. They weren't going to suddenly start looking for, you know, 
black films to be interested in and support. Um, but I do think it meant enough to the people in the community that they continued to work and come up with things and would anyway. But and that's why that maybe it took true. 15 years for them right. to grow into to grow it. Into to but I mean, even in that, because I mean, Shonda came in 2004. Yeah, so that right that she won in 2001 or 2002. 2002. So Shonda came, and the acceptance of that only you know spiraled into more. Would we love it to be faster? Absolutely. But I think that in that regard, she it, it was it was still worth something, and it may have meant nothing to the people that should mean nothing yeah, at yeah. this point. And I mean, they did just invite a bunch of new faces into the academy, they like did. 700 new people. Yeah. Lots of them were people of color. Yeah. And lots of them were women um, in some real different age brackets. Like Aldous Hodge got invited in. Um, Betty White is in the Academy now. I'm not mad at Betty White. I'm just shocked that she hasn't already been in it. I was like, she's 94. Y'all ain't never invited her (laughs) in the Academy. That's shady as hell. She says she's 94. I think she's like 34 because she's... Drinking she some kind of juice. She's drinking something because all her peeps is dying. Okay. All is, of them. And she's still working she and doing her thing. So, at yeah. 94. Like, at 94. Like, that's crazy. That's, I want to be that. So, Me too, I nonetheless, think. like, you know, Hallie, I feel what you're saying. But in the end, and her saying now, like, I want to direct and I want, girl, you should have been doing this yeah. all along. Like, that's where your power was. But if it, I me, mean, maybe she just wanted to have kids and, you know, whatever. But. And she's a different. Well, yeah, because I mean, she got she became a list, but I mean, it, like the Hollywood's just so different now. Now the kids are like, yeah, I got to be an actor as well as a producer. Right. Yeah, it was like, a different yeah. Yeah, method. and she might have been not saying this in a bad way, but riding the wave of she won the Oscar and then just doing her films yeah. like the bigger yeah. films per year. And everybody's not a producer. And everybody and everybody's not yeah, a director. Like exactly in the true. end, she's maybe she wanted to just act. Yeah. And that being said, like maybe now she will be more willing to show up in some smaller films to give them a little push and a little boost to be something more and get noticed. So Come talk to us here at Black Hollywood Live this out. week. Hallie. Please. I'm begging you. Okay. See, now she ain't gonna come because you being nasty. Creep, bro. No, no, being all creepy and shit. Daryl gonna come with six uh, button down. Just come, yes. Just <laughs> nipples just out. I'm gonna have nipples out. He's gonna be like, I oh, worked like on that. my six pack, like, y'all. What? What? I ain't had no drinks. What? 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 Come with a Janet midriff, over here. A midriff on. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm judging Rip it off. So messy. Y'all are messy. <laughs> All right, Holly, yes. Come on in here, girl. Hallie. All right. <laughs> She'll be like, why are you calling me Holly? Because it's making him Hallie. real Holly. Real Holly, Holly Jolly. You said Holly. He said oh, that was my Ohio accent. Holly all day. That's my Ohio accent. So sorry. It's my Ohio accent. Hallie. Ain't she from Ohio? She is, but she ain't saying her <laughs> name. No. Hallie. All right, so we're going to move on to our last story of the day. This story made headlines this week. I thought it was quite interesting when I saw it. Three D.C. teens were placed in handcuffs after they were selling water bottles without a permit at the National Mall outside of the Smithsonian Museum in D.C. Uh, people were in an uproar because there was a, a pictures that yep. went viral over this of the, the three young men being handcuffed. And uh, people were like, okay, well, why are these kids being handcuffed because they're, you know, illegally, technically illegally selling water, but where does there was no, you know, you violence. Just say, stop you can't just say stop, water, shut your station home. down and go home. You know, why do you have them on the side displayed in handcuffs? So um, the park 
police made a statement saying that they have been cracking down on illegal vendors, which I can understand you cracking down on illegal vendors, but on the flip side... Because I don't know if that's water you're really selling me. No, I mean, the the kids have been kind of doing this for a while. They said they were actually making a pretty good income. No, I get that. And it was water. And uh, the D.C. Council Council member Charles Allen sent a letter to the U.S. Park chief with, with questioning the use of the handcuffs on the three black men. I love what he said, too. He said, I can't help but think how the reaction... By these same officers might have been varied if different children had set up a hand-painted lemonade stand on the same spot. Would they have been arrested? Would they have had handcuffs put on them? No. No, they would not, I'm we sure. We know that. Um, but there has something that's been positive that came out of this story. Two of the teens who were arrested were seen you know, by the one of the heads of the Hope uh, Project Foundation in southeast D.C., um, and now the teens have been hired to work at this at Hope. Uh, the teens are learning business development and how to replace laptop and cell phone screens. The mission of the program oh, no. is to empower young adults to reach their potential throughout information technology training. Uh, the president of it said that he actually saw their pictures and saw the story you know, on social media and wanted to bring them in and help them out, and he did. And so apparently there's about 600 students that have graduated from Hope, and it started in 2009. So go well, kids. the Lord, You kids. know, something positive did come out of this For story. sure. So apparently the, like, summer job is, like, going by the wayside. Yeah. They're yeah. People can't hire. Well, the kids were saying that money. they had applied for jobs at Six Flags, but yeah. they were denied jobs because there's just no jobs. There's you no know, jobs, there. and it's a pain. I'm like, well... We want them to work. We want them to work. We'd rather them work than be doing some other stuff. Right. So we should be supporting it any way we can. Well, this is to come up, and I'm glad something positive came out of this. For sure. I mean, like, can schools start a class called Hope, the project? Yeah, like, Like, for real. And also, because there was another story that we didn't talk about, but I just want to say, was was it Maryland that wanted to start the school, the um, how to interact with police? Oh, oh yeah. yes! I think it was. Is it Maryland? I don't remember. I don't think it was. Maryland. I don't remember. I but don't so remember. they want to. Oh, it was Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Like they want to implement. I'm like, isn't that Dare? Remember? Did you guys have? Yeah. Dare? We and had Dare. How did that? Because it did fizzle out of the school. Well, it did. But the problem is, is that they were trying to like make it seem like like for pe- kids of color how to interact with the and it wasn't. It's sort of like. But the police need some different training. Right. Because like, <laughs> technically, most black kids actually do know how to interact with the police. That's true. Unfortunately. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's interesting that Dare is gone. But that was more about More towards, drugs. yeah. That was drugs. But, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's the idea of there being a class where there is some sort of moral-esque conversation in dealing with, you know what I mean, uh a person of authority outside of school. Right. I just thought, like, obviously, I remember Dare, but, I mean, we've elevated as a society, so I think there would be different types of conversation that should be being had. And I just think, bring these things back to school because Um, I'm still not using trigonometry. They're not going to bring these things back to school (laughs) because they're shutting down public schools. Yeah. And this and these programs cost too much money. They cost too much money. To they don't want no arts. They yeah. don't want no special. I mean, you programs. can't really get gym in, in hey, high schools a, anymore. Hey, gym. we get a ten thousand dollars statue of, uh, of of the Ten, Ten Commandments. Commandments. Maybe we need to borrow from that fund. Okay. Spread that out to different schools. Lord have All right. mercy. All right, we gotta get out of here. It's hot. We gotta go <laughs> home. All right, Courtney, y'all. where can people find you? You can find me in a freaking freezer in a okay. minute. But <laughs> later on, I will be all over the Instagrams and the Twitters at Stuart Starlets. <laughs> With some ice. If I'm not melting. Oh 
I gotta have popsicles at home. I Ooh, those would be so good right now. All right, Jesse. Y'all, I will be in my AC tweeting y'all at DJ Jesse J. You can find me at Dario Christ on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and at the beach over the Fourth of July weekend. Everybody, have a good one, and we'll see you next week. You Peace. Peace. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the whole song and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.